Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And it's Friday night, so I'm just getting a quick podcast in, and then I am going to get this thing edited and thrown up for you guys. But it has been a pretty decent week. Sales, however, have been down, and that's due in part kind of to my, my own uh, choices to kind of focus on some social media stuff a little bit and not focus as heavily on listing, which has been kind of a problem. So I am going to be doing a lot of listing this weekend and getting my sales back up and trying to get things moving from my eBay store. Hopefully Monday and then Tuesday I can get those things moving and out and then uh, the rest of the week I'm going to be taking off because I'm going to visit with my cousin. So it'll be, it'll definitely be, um, a bit different, but, uh, you know, it's just been, it's been a bit of a slower week and I know why that is just, it's just been a listing issue. I haven't been doing as many listings and I really haven't been sourcing as much inventory as I'd like to. Um, I've just been, been putting my focus in other areas and it's been, it's been different, but there haven't been nearly as many items to source that are new that I have found anyways. And so maybe that means I need to hit the thrift a little bit more. Maybe that means that I need to hit some Ross and some Marshalls and some TJ Maxx finds a little bit more. But even the Marshalls near me, it was pretty dead the other day. There really wasn't anything to get in there and everything was marked up way above what it should be. And the thrift stores near me, they aren't particularly great. I go on social media and I see a lot of the stuff people are picking up. And I've talked to some people in PA and they're like, look, our, our thrift stores in Western PA are not that great. And it makes a little bit of sense to me. I'm not in like a super ritzy area. Even like the ritzy areas around me are still, they're nice, but I don't think they compare to ritzy areas other parts of the country. Um, and so it's just one of those things where I don't think as many nice things are being put out in the thrift stores. The other thing being that Goodwill is usually the thrift store I hit and I never find I never find nearly as good of stuff in a Goodwill as I do at a like mom and pop thrift shop or a thrift store where there are like a Salvation Army. I don't know why, but I do much better in Salvation Armies than I do in regular Goodwills and stuff. And I think it's just because Goodwill filters through their stuff and they do a lot more online selling and that kind of a thing. But still, it's something that you would, you know, you would expect a thrift store to have somewhat decent stuff and and I see a lot of times that my Salvation Armies and the smaller thrift shops usually have better stuff because they're either not marking it up so high that it's not good anymore or they're not filtering it out and throwing it on eBay and stuff like that so that's something I've noticed and it makes it difficult because when you want to go thrift it's kind of a problem um but I've been doing some research on social media and I want to talk a little bit about uh, people doing wholesaling which is something that has definitely not been something I've thought about doing previously to starting reselling, but I watch a lot of people do wholesaling on, on line and they're doing really well with it. And so for those of you who don't know, wholesaling is basically buying anything in bulk at a wholesale price and then selling it on another platform or by a different medium to somebody else at a marked up price. And everyone does this from Walmart to Target to Amazon to people that own any sort of stores. They're buying things at a much lower price than they're selling them for. And that's just because that's how that's how uh, you sell things. That's how you make money. And so 
that's how they're able to offer us prices at the prices they offer. If they had to pay resell on the prices that they offer us, the prices for the things that they offer us would skyrocket. And so that's why they get wholesale prices and it costs the company to make the item so little and then the person that's gonna sell it for them pays more than that. Maybe they'll pay five to 10 times what the person who is selling the item for made it. And you know, oftentimes people are making these things for can be under a dollar with some items and so then they're charging i don't know seven bucks for the item and then the person is flipping that or maybe not that much but they're charging an amount and then the person or the company is flipping that item for a significantly more amount of money than the company that manufactures it and you may wonder why and i've asked this before because i work at a company that does manufacturing and it's just because you can't really do everything all at once and still be efficient for most smaller companies or most companies that are focused in one area. So a lot of these companies that do the manufacturing, if they're going to be good at manufacturing, they need to put their focus on their manufacturing and improving the manufacturing of the company, improving the way that they operate, improving their processes, and trying to get things smoother, trying to get things more efficient. When you throw the element of reselling into there, it really puts a, a whole nother element into almost having a second company because or, or seeming that way because now all your marketing all your salespeople are now either they're either marketing and sales for trying to, to get the product cost down so that the the people in finance you know they're happy when the cost to make an item is low because then you can make more profit but then you're also clashing with the people that are selling and it's fine a lot of people can do that and a lot of companies can do that but sometimes it becomes too much and so it's easier to sell it at a bulk rate or a wholesale rate to companies that then know the customers and have a customer base of of thousands as opposed to hundreds and they can reach out and say hey we have this we can give you this and they can kind of distribute the product to customers all around the country where you may or may not have those kind of contacts so that in itself is a huge opportunity for us because as resellers, we're able to go do wholesaling, purchase bulk product, and then flip it online for more money. And so I watch a lot of people, I listen to a lot of people that do wholesaling, and they're doing it really well. They're basically going to get Amazon returns pallets, or they're going to get bulk clothing pallets, or and neither of those things I personally feel comfortable doing, but there are people that are having great success with it, or... You can be like, watch me Amazon and just go do wholesaling where you're actually going through catalogs or you have a software to do it for you or you're combining the two, the human aspect and the software aspect to maybe lower down the listings and then you're basically picking, hey, I think based on the time of year, I think based on what items are hot, I think based on all these different factors, this item is going to do really well. You buy that item in bulk, maybe you test it out, and then you determine, hey, this sells really well on Amazon, I would like to go and buy more of it, and then you buy more, and then you, you keep that thing going. Where private label is like wholesale in a way because you're you're buying products and you're trying to get them cheaper, or or you're buying them from a manufacturer but you're actually putting your own logo your own brand your own um, likeness on that item and you're not creating something new wholesaling you can do with anything i mean you could buy a thousand wooden spoons from china and make your own listing on amazon 
chances are nobody's going to buy your wooden spoons because one, there's probably already a wooden spoon guy. And two, if you just have generic wooden spoons, I don't know, the listing probably won't look that appealing compared to Pampered Chef wooden spoons or, or a brand name wooden spoon. But if you're getting bulk product that is hot right now, maybe like um, like a Nespresso coffee machine or like Nike Wholesale or or any of these big companies that do wholesale, they just may not do it to smaller people. That's how you can really scale this thing out and start to make a lot of money. And so for us, starting out, wholesale isn't something that you're going to instantly get get the ability to sell products with these bigger companies. You're not going to go waltz into Adidas and say, hey, my name is John Doe and I would love to sell your products. They're going to say, get the heck out of here. We don't care. And it's not that they don't want to make more sales, but they realize that they have bigger customers to fill the needs of. And this little person probably isn't going, the odds are not in their favor to build a huge wholesale business. Whether you do or not, they don't they don't view you as somebody that's going to when you're just waltzing in there. And so there are steps that you can take. I know I know the Washington Amazon talks a lot about um, just going in, getting a a actual place or an establishment that you have, like as a building, and getting a actual like company set up and that kind of a thing, or at least having a place that you can call like a corporate or a or a business type of thing that looks like a business and not just somebody's house. But basically getting that and then getting some wholesaler uh, different papers and things like that. I don't know a whole ton about it. I just know kind of the way it works and hoping to share some of it with you and then point you in the direction of somebody who knows it a lot more. But it's something that a lot of people are doing well in. Or or you watch people that are going to like bulk, B-U-L-Q and B-U-L-Q. Yeah, B-U-L-Q, and they are going and buying bulk products, and I don't even think sometimes they know what they are. They're not getting a um, a list of what's inside, and there's sometimes you can, and then sometimes you're not able to get what's inside. It depends on how much you want to pay, but for me, I personally would want to know what's inside because if you're getting just random products, which some people do and they do really well with, you're taking that chance that you get like... I don't know, 50 pencil sharpeners and they're not really that, that important or, and then you open the next box and maybe it's like, I don't know, 40 boxes of Kleenex or something, you know, you could get a ton of items that aren't good, or you could come across a box of really expensive hair dryers, like Dyson hair dryers or something, you know, like one of those really, really gold items that if you were to see out in the wild, you would go crazy over and pick up all of them. Um, if they were if they were at the prices you would be getting them for wholesale, it just really depends. And so if you don't have that list um, of the products that you want to be sourcing, it can be it can be difficult trying to determine what the value is. And so um, it's just something that if I were to look at doing it, one you need the space to do it, and I don't have that. My garage is pretty full right now, and if I move out into my own apartment, which I'm going to be doing, it's not. I'm not going to put a pallet up the stairs. Like, I'm not, that's not possible. And I'm not, I don't have a fork truck. And even if I did have a fork truck, I, there would be no way to get the pallet up the stairs. So like, I need to have a, a ground level apartment 
with a huge wide doorway to fit something into my apartment, it would be a mess. I would like have to break down the pallet outside my apartment and then take everything inside and then it would not it would not be feasible with that kind of thing. So I would need to either like get a house, um, either like rent a house or or do something like that. And at that point, I just don't think it's worth it. I mean, at that point, I'm going to be paying so much more that I don't really have, I don't really have the the means to do that. The other thing is, you know, I I do like the only thing I, I like about it a lot is the fact that you're getting bulk, and bulk is something that appeals to me, as it appeals to a lot of people who realize the power of scaling your business. And so, for me, going to thrift stores and stuff, like going to the bins to me is much more scalable than going to thrift stores because and and there's people that have made it off of thrift stores like if you go look up flip flip on instagram he has made a living off of thrift stores and he could live off of thrift stores and he's located i think in florida so florida has one a lot of old people that have like retired so if they're wealthy enough to move to florida but two it it just seems like a a more like destination area so when people go down there if they have stuff that they can't take back with them they'll leave it and stuff it's like a good area i feel like to thrift it's always beautiful it's always sunny like garage sales are always going but he does extremely well off of thrift thrift stores and for me i just i don't i don't do that and i don't think that i don't know enough i, I there's plenty to learn it's just i I don't, you can clearly see there's like a, a difference in what's going on at my thrift stores versus some of the other ones. Um, but you can, you can, I could easily see it being more scalable to go to a Goodwill bins store where they have items that are bought by the pound and just buying bulk clothing and then sending it into ThreadUp or sending it or, or doing Poshmark or whatever. And at that point, it doesn't even matter what you're buying. Like there's people that go do this and they're doing like three for 20s on Poshmark and they're buying all their clothes by the pound. So if you buy a shirt and you buy and it weighs like four ounces, you know, it buy, you're getting like four shirts for a dollar. So you're just crushing it because you're getting such low cost of entry that if you're buying four shirts for a dollar so you're getting three for 75 cents and you're flipping them for 20 bucks poshmark takes 20 percent of that so you're really making 16 bucks off of that you just turn 75 cents into 16 bucks and so you're just it's very easy to scale that out the problem is now you need space but if you if you know that you have the ability to do that and you can work on an inventory system and stuff very very scalable to hit the bins all the time just get whatever clothing you can throw it on Poshmark, run these kind of sales, just keep things moving, that's very scalable. And so to me, even something like that is more scalable to a th- than a thrift store if you want to do clothing. Um, and then wholesale to me is just important because that is like scaling it up, really, really scaling it up because what you're doing is you're getting items at a bulk amount that you can make one listing for once it starts selling on ebay you start getting that traction once it starts selling on amazon you can mess with the prices and stuff and then you're just selling out of the item and if it does really well you buy more and now you have a ton of them and you choose how many you're getting you're not walking into a thrift store and saying hey i found two snapbacks i wish i could buy 30 of these and then flip them or you're not walking into a walmart and finding the latest i don't know like camera that is marked down on clearance and you're only buying five but you really would like to buy 50 
yeah, it's just you you're not restricted in that way most of the time. I mean, I don't know a lot about it as far as I've never I've never wholesaled before, but I I have just studied it enough to the fact that it it appeals to me because of these sorts of things. I think it would be something to look into if you're looking to scale up is basically what the point of me saying this is. I really think that if you'd like to go to that next level and you enjoy selling just to sell, which is something I do. I just, I enjoy getting sales. I enjoy, I, I don't enjoy really packaging the items, but the process is just something that I'm, I'm kind of enjoying where it's, it, it is all kind of the same thing. You're just listing them, selling them, packing them, shipping them. It all kind of comes together and I, I enjoy that kind of a thing. And so for me, it seems like a, a next step for me would be something like wholesale where you're getting a lot of product a bulk amount of product and you then you're starting to really move things and you're putting listings up and maybe you have 500 of them and now you're moving things with velocity and you have maybe six or seven listings that may have a hundred to a thousand of one item but they're all starting to sell through it's just it's very scalable and that appeals to me a lot and so um you know that's something that's been on my mind a little bit i actually didn't plan on talking about that but it's something that I've thought about and put a good deal of thought into because it's it's just it's incredible what people are making on these things and it's incredible that people are wholesaling out of their houses and looking at the scalability of it it, it really seems to be something that you could really leverage and start to really up the amount of money you're making while preserving while kind of preserving the ability to make money with items, like being able to resell items, but you're not doing as much work because they're all the same. And so it's just, it's something that I've been thinking about. And so I hope to share it with you. Hopefully you can benefit from it. And hopefully that's something that works out for you and you can find something from that that you can use for yourself. So I'm going to go. I'll let you guys get back to whatever you're doing, but you guys have a good one. Have a good weekend and take it easy. I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.